Okay, so Tim, I know when folks go to the website, a lot of times they will go to a page, let's say that I'm interested and I want my students or my children to start studying weather. And I find these great videos on weather and I go to, I search for weather, you know, in the search bar and it pulls up, you know, 161 videos on weather. I just, you know, hypothetically made up that number, but there's a lot of videos on weather. And, um, weather. you know, you start scrolling through these videos and I see not only longer videos, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 50 minute videos, but I also see some very, very short videos, 30 seconds, a minute, a minute and a half. Why are the videos set up in that way? Um, it seems to be very intentional for teaching purposes, for watching purposes, but I want to talk to you a little bit about the setup of the videos on the website and the resources and the why and how those can be used. Oh, wonderful. Thanks for asking. Well, we've got videos that fall into a variety of different types of different types of types. I guess that's the best way to say it. Some of them are programs. They're 30 minutes, they're 45 minutes, and, and, and they're the, a, a longer form exploration with a particular expert. So let's talk about your weather example. We did a wonderful 30-minute program with the man who is the chief meteorologist of the National Weather Service in our region. And for 30 minutes, kids were able to hear from him as he talked about a whole wide variety of things. Maybe what you want is to provide that context in your classroom. You want the ability to see the entire conversation, to see how other student questions that were asked during that live program influence what the meteorologist said, to see where the meteorologist went to answer that question, to provide context in a way. Think about it from a history perspective. We've got a 45-minute program with a person who survived the Holocaust. They're sharing what it was like to have lived through for Stalnacht to have made it through the kinder transport to get to the to England and eventually to the United States. But it, the program in its entirety gives you a context that's important. Maybe you want that context and you want kids to watch it independently in a flipped learning activity and then come back to class ready to ask questions. That's available to you. But we also realize that because we are teachers ourselves and have obviously been teaching ourselves in our lives, that there's a wide variety of ways you want to be able to use resources. So we also take those programs that we created and break them down into segments. So you can pick and choose then different ways to use them. So let's take the, the meteorologist again. And part of that program, he talks about how a radar finds a tornado. Maybe what you want to do is create a jigsaw activity with your students. And you want some kids to watch the video about how a radar finds a tornado. And another group of kids are going to watch the video that's about um, what weather balloons do. And another group of kids is going to talk about, you know, how Doppler radar actually works. And then they're, that's what they're watching together. And then they're sharing their learning with each other, right? They bring it to class, they share, they talk. Our intentionality about creating the segments as well as the live programs is so, and the archive programs is so you can decide the best way to use that resource in your classroom. Gives you and your students a chance to do it in a number of different ways. And remember, since over a thousand of our videos are already available for download, it also means that a kid can take that smaller segment that they really like, that they're interested in, and now they can use it in the project that they're going to create. And they don't have to watch the entire 30-minute video, they know. So their research is enhanced by the fact that it's divided into smaller segments, which can be really important for kids as they begin to look at things and see what intrigues them about a topic that they're researching. And we think that's really, really valuable to create real intentionality with those kinds of segments. And then, of course, we've got other types of video resources, too, which are tours of places or are more like 
stories and finish third person narratives where we're telling about this person and they share their perspective from first person. So there's a wide variety of video resources on the website for very specific reasons because we know that there's different reasons why you would want to use it in a classroom and different types of videos that might intrigue a student while they're learning. Some kids might really want to go from the tour perspective and so that's why our art and exhibition videos are artists taking people on tours of their artwork. Maybe what they want instead is, a, is, is something that is a segment because they're looking specifically for research that they can use in a project. Segment videos might help them do that. We're interested in making sure that your students can use these resources in ways that bring learning to life for them in meaningful, meaningful ways. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think it's really smart the way that you have done that, because for all the reasons that you just mentioned, but also because, you know, there are, there are times when, especially in a public school day, where there are small bits of time, whether it's between PE and lunch or after lunch before library, you know, sometimes you just have those five minutes, 10 minutes that either you, you do something small or you let the kids sort of sit and do nothing. And, and so what a great way to fill those small pieces of time. And you've really taken a lot of the work out of that task for teachers, because I can remember when I was teaching, even with my own children um, over the last year or two, we might have found a great video, but I only wanted to go back and review a very specific question or a very specific point. And what would I have to do? I'd have to scroll through and find the point and then pause it and then try to go back. And so what you've done is you've really taken a lot of that type of work out for teachers and you have created all of these segments. They're there if the teacher wants to utilize them and they've got the full program if they don't need to utilize the segment. So very smart thinking on, on educate.today's part, Tim. No, well, thanks very much, Christy. We're glad we did it.